I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast 386's After, After Show with cupcakes and sub sandwiches. That's what Mike out on the board said. We should have cupcakes and stuff. Uh, I have uh, neither of those in my house right now. And I had a I had a full dinner, so I don't want one now, but cupcakes and sandwiches do sound like a good I could plan. have a full dinner and still have a cupcake. <laughs> There's always room for a cupcake. All right. Well, we're going to touch on some after show topics. Holy cow, you guys are on top of it. Uh, thank you for submitting. Luke Turnbull coming in from Australia. Lots of Australia conversation earlier tonight with... Jen Allen, but he has given us a list. Holy cow, is there a comment here too or no? After show topics, uh, Whiff Diff virtual DG event on, on Disco Valley. Is, y- is that a thing or you you no, want it to become a thing? No, that is a thing. Uh, a week ago, the, 20, uh, the Whiff Diff introduced the 2022 Virtual Sport World Team Disc Golf Championship. Um, Rolls right I, off the tongue. I, it really does. Um, I, I actually listened. I don't know much about Whiff Diff, to be honest, but mm-hmm. I did listen to a little bit about on one of the other podcasts talking about kind of this is the type of stuff that they have to do in order to keep moving and it's COVID and this and that. So they are doing a uh, a Disc Golf Valley team challenge, I believe. So there's a bunch of information on the PDGA website. You can go out there and take a look and you will... Uh, You'll have all the information you need to have the virtual disc golf competition championship thingamabobber. Okay. So. Um, obviously not necessarily um, my bag, so to speak, but no, it sounds it's, fun. Uh, it's, disc Golf Valley was fun. It is fun. I, I play on occasion. Uh, I haven't. I probably haven't played in a month or a month and a half. It, it, it's like any video game. It's a little bit discouraging when... when <laughs> when it is so far like to me this is a disc golf game and it gets to be almost so far from real disc golf 
Oh, like, just because of options and... Uh, well, I mean, it's the cool thing is you have a thousand selections, but it feels like, oh, this person's walking up to 130 foot or they're going to drain it every time. Oh, sure. Because yeah. you, you have the perfect shot and this and that. And so to me, it was kind of like, eh, it's... I don't need, you know, <laughs> simulation realism, but to watch, for the most part, people drain a lot of those things. Uh, I, I feel like this... Like thinking about this whiff diff thing, I'm like, are, is it going to be one big tide? Everyone's shooting 18 under mm. <laughs> or more than that? I don't know. But uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I did fall off of Disc Golf Valley a while ago. Okay. Uh, and speaking of taking bogeys, apparently I'm being updated. And this is uh, a tangent to our podcast, but I'm being updated that I had accidentally earlier tonight uploaded the front nine twice to the chase card coverage that i had put together so i'm going to get that fixed and uh in fact i'm going to be able to do that in just a few moments hmm. so <laughs> but yes thank is that you. What you did when you rushed in here yeah like, oh, I, was, crap, I, need to I had the this. front nine uploaded and I, I i said to you like oh i really wanted to get the back nine that's up. one way to double up your views yeah, jerk. <laughs> yeah exactly i'm surprised actually that youtube yeah. didn't catch it uh in some in some crazy way yeah. usually it would it would catch you and uh and warn you about that so thank you for the people that updated me i'm going to uh delete the second version of the front nine even though it's the same thing and get the back nine up for you right away anyway that's a side note to that uh Uh, alan risley pointing out that aj was on the understable minds podcast today talking about his new role with dynamic discs he's stepping into the media role uh, or a media role, not the media role, but he's stepping into a media role where he'll be doing, I think, uh, podcast stuff, video editing, uh, just the whole gamut of media at Dynamic Discs. I didn't get a chance to fully listen to the the podcast as it was live today. Um, I, I stepped in just for a few moments, but uh, AJ Risley moving to a different avenue in our sport right now. Uh, so then I guess that begs a question. And since Alan, since A, I didn't watch it, nor did Johnny, and you're right here for us, Alan, and you're his daddy. <laughs> is that mean we're not going to see AJ playing golf? Is that is that the I, foregone conclusion? Is that I, what we can draw from that? Was that flat out said one way or another? Yeah, and, and then where is he I, with I, his injury? I, be, I don't know where he is with his injury. He had said, the, the portion that I caught had said that at the end of last year, because he got back on tour last year, mm-hmm. he came home and his wrist was very very sore or still hurt so to speak um I, I do believe that i hate to say it but i think we've seen the end of aj risley's full-time tour status mm. I, I don't think he's going to stop playing he'll probably still play some of the bigger events um as they come around kansas but he's a media guy now he will be you know gbo he'll probably be doing filming or editing or something like that he may not play those type of events as i think he's now moved to emporia okay so uh, i i think we've uh well, helping with that move, Johnny V in the official swear jar, calling it the GBO, put a dollar in D- it. The Dynamic disc open. DDO, my bad. <laughs> we got so good with uh, MVP and, yeah, well, uh, and, and just when Vibram we get it down, they Maple change Hill. it. But, I know, but now I, I know, but now I got to go with DDO. You're right. Yeah. So, uh, well, we wish you the best of luck, and hopefully, we'll get uh, some details uh, in uh, on all of that today. I was in full blown edit mode and so i did not i didn't consume really anything outside especially even outside new like ray tells us microsoft 
Does he say made a seventy million, billion, seventy billion, billion dollar B. purchase? Oh, B, oh, with Terry. a B. I don't, I don't know that kind of money. Uh, seventy billion uh, get a dollar of purchase of Activision and Blizzard, and that's because you have a Microsoft stock or Active, Activision, Activision stock. stock. Okay. I had uh, for I've had it for five, four, five years. I think I bought it about fifty a share way back when. I think I have thirty shares of Activision stock. And this morning, a good friend of ours. Uh, who follows stocks very closely messaged me and he's like didn't you say you have some of this last time we talked or whatever and i was like yeah i got whatever and i looked and he's like they've halted trading and they're gonna be offering 90 or 95 a share so which means that i will get you know because right now i think it's at 65 a share i will get the 90 dollars a share for the 30 shares i have oh i I, end up i expected uh, you have like Thirty thousand shares. No, I ain't that kind of loaded. That that's <laughs> all part should. of. It's all part you should of, have thirty thousand shares, man. Why I could have thirty thousand do Dogecoin probably if I really <laughs> wanted, but no. So I, I will, you know, I, like I said, I bought many years ago when it was half the price it was now. So it'll be whatever, and I'll just we getting rich. No, I ain't getting rich off that. Yeah, we are. Well, you're not getting anything. <laughs> let me put it, it that way. <laughs> We're a team here, Johnny. Uh, not with team. my investments, Terry Miller. <laughs> All right. Uh, Also, I can be on Ricky's team. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So uh, officially and unofficially coming in from Dust. I appreciate it from Dustin. Uh, Dustin, maybe tomorrow you and I can work on some commentary if my brain's working uh, properly. Uh, He says, according to the interview, yeah, he moved to Kansas, still dealing with the arm injury, wasn't really recovering well, and felt he couldn't be where he wanted to be as a player. So that is... a. Uh, the cliff notes of what was said on their podcast. You don't have to go listen to it at all. All that other <laughs> stuff now. We just gave it to you. All right. We just break it down for you guys. Because if there's one thing we are, it's precise, short, to the point right here on Smashbox. Everyone's always said it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just for four hours they said it. <laughs> uh, so as I have claimed before, that I the times I usually get to consume... Or I'm you know, almost even forced to consume something non-disc golf related if I choose is on a flight tour back from a disc golf destination, and Netflix automatically downloads some stuff. Sometimes I unfortunately just trust the recommendations. Rarely do I rarely do I go out and seek out stuff, uh, but because I heard so much chatter about the movie. I decided to download it before boarding. Ooh, I, Any you, guesses? It's a Netflix movie. Yes, I have a guess. Um, uh, nope. I, I think I'm right. You probably are. It, it's it's the uh, <laughs> uh, the one that's got the word up in the title. Um, about the comet? Yeah, Disney's Up. No, not Pixar's. Up to. Not, not, <laughs> not the old one. Uh, am, am I right? Don't look up. Don't look up. That's what it is. Thank you. And that's the one that... That is. I, I, good I, guess. So, I well, I mean, again, to be fair, it kind of dominated it's, the Facebook... It's the... My it's Facebook the algor- algorithms for a lot of people saying they yeah. watched it, do watch it, don't watch it, whatever... But it it definitely dom- I feel like it was maybe two weeks ago. Did it maybe come out about two weeks uh, ago? Something like that. And it's gotten it's yeah. gotten mixed reviews. Some people of really course. like it. Some people well, like it's not for everybody's cup of tea. Clearly, but I have not watched it personally. Yeah, and I, somebody can I don't know. You could correct me on this if you wish, but I'll still think I'm right. Uh, no, uh, I I feel like it's almost an updated version of Idiocracy. To, ah, not updated isn't quite the word. It's a it's a slightly more not slightly. It's a more politicized, updated version of idiocracy. Maybe that's how I I yeah I think that's a fair assessment. Okay, a more 
was it as funny as Idiocracy? Because I've heard <sighs> the, the the one complaint I've heard about it was they take a joke and they run it for two hours, like and it it they said it's a funny joke, <laughs> but it gets old at some point. Where, um. So that and again, I have not yeah. I, I I can definitely see depending on either the party lines that you fall or some of your and this was uh, someone that your falls backgrounds. On my party, um, lines. you know, I I yeah, and I think there's there's plenty of jokes and innuendos that are probably flat out missed. I think you you have to be yeah. There's a certain mind frame that you have to have. I think to even get. Uh, a large uh, part of the jokes now mind you let me be very clear i went into it 100 percent blind i had no idea the premise all i heard is everybody saying that you should watch it or posting about it or talking about it that's all that i knew and so because i'm just a sheep and i follow peer pressure i decided to click on it and download it but i i knew nothing of the premise of the movie from what i thought i had heard there were just a it was a, a, a relatively Satire. Uh, yeah, huge cast or or um, you know blockbuster type names uh, that were in the roles and the casting of it, but that's all I knew going into it, and um, I'll just say that I enjoyed it. So, okay. Uh, Dustin says he thinks it was a pretty solid seven out of ten. Uh, out there, a couple other reviews coming in from there. Uh, Ray says, uh, Terry did awesome work this weekend to film and turn around all three rounds this weekend. Very enjoyable watches between football. I appreciate that, Ray. As I said, we've got a little bit more coming out. And really a large part of that uh, was was Kyle being able to do some filming and then me each night just buckling down and getting all the edits done. And yeah, it, it was good. It was fun. Uh, Webb says that the movie was interesting and he enjoyed it. Uh, somebody else, uh, DG Stein 80 says, didn't Haley grow up throwing Innova? Is that part of why she switched sponsors? Will there be noticeable improvement? I wouldn't, I mean, I'm, she did grow up throwing some Innova as a lot of us here in Wisconsin did. It was more of a prevalent disc than, uh, discraft, which Mm -hmm. was kind of the thing. I know Haley's relatively young, so she even came after the big schism, so to speak, in 2012. Uh, I think she generally threw mostly Innova growing up. I I don't think you're going to see a huge improvement. Um, You might see her go back to some of her more comfortable discs that she had, but we know, you know, Jen Allen, I kind of wanted to point it out tonight, had really, really nailed it on the head when she said the disc she threw the distance competition with wasn't even her disc. It's not like she had this disc all tweaked up to the exact way she wanted it. You know, a stack of 10 discs where she can just really line up and throw. It it was, it was a disc that she was familiar with the type of flight and she's a pro. She can get it to work for her. Haley's going to do the same thing. Haley's going to find these discs. She's going to find what works for her and she's going to, she's going to shoot, you know, Haley golf which means she'll light up some courses and have a great time. And other times she won't and, and, and we'll see it. I don't think you're going to see like a, a next level Haley yeah, due she's, to the disc. She's not going from a nine sixty or nine seventy player to a, you know, 10, 10 rated player by next week or anything like that due to uh, any of the discs. She may find some newfound or, or comfortable. I was going to say newfound comfort or comfortable, uh, comfort or something of that nature or, or get back, uh, you know, something of that, um, nature, but yeah, I don't think you're going to see, a an overall 
overhauled Haley King and her game and her performance. But there, there is also something to be said of of you know the excitement, the the fresh new plastic, the or going back or digging out some that you maybe had in a closet that you know you had tucked away a few years ago. I, I'm sure there's all of that excitement and some of those feels and vibes that can come back when you're throwing something that you were once very familiar with, but. Um, yeah, I don't think we're going to see a, a large hiccup one way or another. And all of our pros say it week in and week out. I'm a professional. Uh, I, it's my job to go out and learn these discs and to get them finely tuned and tweaked and ready to go. And that's, you know, most of them don't even want an excuse. I, I would say give me a full six to nine months of excuses. But most of them actually say, no, I don't I don't want any excuses. Uh, however, speaking of learning discs. There was some other news that we didn't talk about in the regular show, which was that Ricky Wysocki put out a little bit of a tweet of sorts mm. that uh, proclaimed he's he's not sure if he's going to be in the All-Stars weekend. Oh, no. I think he flat out said he wasn't going to be there. I thought there. he said, I may not be there because oh. he might skip it to get ready to for... To more vase. Well, we know Paul isn't, isn't going to play. He flat out said that he will not be playing the All-Star. Um, okay, yeah, Ricky says he may skip the All-Star. Yeah, he said, so pumped for Vegas, I may skip the All-Stars event to get more time dialing in my new disc. I want to be 100% ready for Vegas and beyond. So now, again, that was a tweet today. Um, lots can change. We are, what, a full month out from the All-Star event? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm I, sure I a few calls will be made. And- I wouldn't go betting your Bitcoin on it one way or another just yet, but... Uh, that is something. And then, uh, as you had mentioned, Paul Macbeth also mentioned that he is not planning on being there. No, he flat out just said, I, I informed them that I will not be there. So because somebody Spill was saying. the tea. Why? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm sure he's. it's just a matter of him. The All-Star event is a fun event. There's going to be a skills competition. I'm sure there's going to be some golf happening, all this other stuff. But it's not. Uh, hardcore competitive it's not a priority of these players Mm. they would rather make sure that they are ready for the season than play this all-star event okay and i think that might be some of the issues that we we could see the pro tour run into if this all-star event is going to be a couple weeks before the season starts and do you feel like that will remain the same a with timing and b i don't know regardless with say money or other incentives for being there I, I, I don't know. Maybe a sponsor obligation or tie-in in the future or you anything could, of that nature. There could definitely be something like that where the, a sponsor says, no, we'd really like you at this All-Star event. It helps promote this and that. There's a lot of fans that come. I, that is definitely something I could see in the future. But right now, as fun as it's going to be, the players the players did the All-Star event last year, and I think that they they it was a first last year. Like, cool, there's an All-Star event. Mm-hmm. Now... It's not the first. It's okay. It's another all star event. Okay, it's another all star event. You know, does does it shock anybody if in three to four or five years someone's like, eh, I don't really like feel like doing the all star event. You know, uh, I'm you know I'm the third best player in the world, whoever that might be. Eh, just gonna skip it. I can go kayaking that weekend or whatever it might be. Unless there is a significant financial benefit to them going to an all star event, I don't foresee it. And we know with Paul and Ricky. Their perspectives are different as to what a significant, a significant financial incentive would be compared Correct. compared to, we'll even say our guest last year, Chris Dickerson. 
Last week, yeah. Yeah. Did I say last week or last year? You said last year. But oh, I, last I knew last week. Um, th- those are different perspectives but when you have a hundred, $200,000 a year contract versus a million dollar a year contract. Sure. So it just opens it up for another all-star to show up. Yeah, and, and someone on the board had just mentioned, uh, Dustin said, that's why it shouldn't be, I'm guessing you're talking about the same subject here, uh, that's why it shouldn't be preseason. I, I guess the question is, does does it matter? Will, will matter. that influence? Because I know at the end of the season, you're talking about you know the wrapping up the pro tour in terms of the actual events, the individual events. Then you're talking about the major as the USDGC. You're talking about a, a you know a, a near major in the uh, disc golf pro tour championships. And at that point, if you're not physically and emotionally drained. I don't know, you know, there's no other time to be it. So to have it a week or two weeks after that, that seems like no one is going to be interested in that. Everybody pretty much is ready to get off the road and to relax and to, and to chill out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going Does to be it need to be in the middle of the year. No, that, because the players will take that opportunity to skip <laughs> to take it, the to take off. a weekend off. Like, oh, I don't have to. I'm on the. I'm in the middle of my grind. I can really just take two to three weeks off now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter when it is. You're going to have players that just will not play it. Yeah. For, just like any other All Star. Well, and, and that's you know, that's where I start talking about comparing mi- it to other sports. Yeah, what baseball's in the middle of the season. Uh, hockey's in the middle of their season. Mm. NFL's at the end of the season. It's usually the week before the Super Bowl now or the week mm-hmm. after. I forget if they just changed it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, you, 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 there's different ones. NBA's in the middle of their season. Uh, and every time with every one of those leagues, in, if it's in the middle of the season, you have players not play for any given reason, whether it's they're burnt out, they're slightly injured, whatever reason or excuse that they're given. If, again, I see it as, and maybe it's cynical of me, there's not a decent financial incentive to be there. There's no reason for these players to put themselves at any sort of risk of injury, even the slightest chance. And and this isn't going to be a, 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 a you know, we're not doing like monster drive competition, my understanding is. Mm. I think there's going to be a drive accuracy competition. I don't even know for sure. I've heard three different things. So uh, we'll, we'll find out at the time. I just, it, yeah. It, it it would suck to blow out a knee on a temp course two weeks before the season starts, and there goes your year. Yeah. And I don't foresee that happening. We don't see a lot of injuries in disc golf. But what matters to these players? It's 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 winning the big events. This is not a big event. This, yeah. This is I'd, a fun event. Um, You know, somebody on the board, DG Stein 80, says, all expenses stay at a Hilton Resort. Sounds awesome for me, even if you don't get paid. Uh, again, you know, to back up your point, John, it is all about perspective because, yeah, that sound that does sound great to so many of us, or that sounds great. Uh, our bar has been raised in disc golf, and what used to really entice and appease these players and or even woo them and win them over, that bar continues to raise, and that's not to say that people aren't doing amazing things. That's clearly not it. It's just... It takes a little bit more and more each year. And these guys are getting pulled in more directions. Everybody wants a piece of them for something. And, you know, just like your mainstream sports, 
There's only so many things you can say yes to, only so many commitments you can say yes to. And then, uh, you know, as you're saying, the, the injuries or, or sheer ex- exhaustion and everything else, um, a lot of people just want some time off. I, I saw someone this weekend really challenging the decision by Chris Dickerson to, you know, to go out to the, the, the Northwest Pacific Northwest, not to not go out there. Yeah. About how he wasn't going out there. And then, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, there's money now, you know, more money that Discraft's helping you out with, as opposed to if that was a problem or not previously with, with prodigy or not, but there's more money. And it's like, well, no, we have our dogs. We might want to take a weekend off. Uh, Chris doesn't enjoy flying. Even if you do enjoy flying, a lot of our players, a lot of our players that live that RV and van life hate the idea of taking everything they want and need and somehow now con- condensing that to just a few bags for the weekend. And I know some people feel very comfortable with that, but if that's not your lifestyle and that's not what you're used to, because you usually Fine. travel with all of, you know all of your necessary possessions, possessions right there, and now you you are going to fly to compete in a big time event on the other side of the country, and you hate flying. You do you like yeah. these players should go where they need to go, where they want to go. And um, I know we want we want more of them. We want to see all the best players at all the best venues uh, for all the biggest paydays in all the best situations. But, man, these, these players will grow and thrive and mature as they realize that they have to say no to a few things and they have to learn to take a few weekends off here and there. Here and there. They, they are going to continue to get... Um, just bombarded with opportunities and uh yeah tim courts uh you know our patreon winner from last week <laughs> uh oh. brings up a good point that maybe somehow tie it into uh they're behind us over there terry Dang it. uh tie it into the dgbt championship maybe on that monday have uh, some sort of skills challenge or the 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 day or two before the event to kind of because you know the players are going to be there for the the finale. Sure. That would about be the only way you could guarantee probably all your top players participating is to tie it into another event. Sorry, Woo. yeah, it, it hit me in the middle. Ah, gosh, yeah, you bore me. Uh, Terry. Yeah, no, and that me. that's that's a good point. And as someone uh, has also mentioned on the board, um. Uh, oh, that needs to be tied to an exposure element like broadcast on a major network or something like that. Maybe or maybe not. I know. I mean, of course, that would be um, a good angle to take. But I also know that, you know, this is intended to give these players kind of a a reward or a kickback as well for their performance and or popularity. They're playing for substantial uh, money. They're getting all expenses you know, paid and taken care of. So they're being treated well in that way. And then it's also going to be another live event that's provided on disc golf network. So there's it, it does sound like all positives and it is, it's just a matter of, are there enough for our most elite players to still be enticed? That that's going to be the ultimate question. So, um, I guess we'll see how it shakes out, but yeah, it is, it is a little, uh, you know, you got to wonder is, is Eagle also, um, you know, interested with his injury and how that's going or not. Is that one more competitive weekend that he may not need, so to speak? I use need in air quotes. We'll see. Um, I did see Todd Rainwater this weekend uh, when I was out in Arizona. Uh, he said he was excited to see things taking place in Tucson, uh, a place where he resides uh, for some parts of the year. 
And uh, it sounds like it's going to be uh, a phenomenal facility and uh, a great event. So I am excited to be part of the coverage team working with Nate and Val. I'm not sure if Nate Sexton's involved or not, but I know at least Nate and Val are, and I'll be in Bend calling the shots. All right. Galactic Conqueror says, I'm late. Terry, thanks for the Shelly Sharp coverage. AB broke through. Yeah, he did quite well. Um, players get a free sub in the players pack. Boom, full field. Yeah, Mike, if it was only, if it was only that easy. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, some people are talking about how it should be hosted in Hawaii. That sounds ambitious and expensive, but maybe someday that becomes a thing. I don't know. Does Thomas Gilbert want to go back? I mean, if you're just there, like you're in in this amazing I think, location, would, I think would you, you suffer would, through the the flight to go back again. Yes, but I think if you were Thomas Gilbert, you made the All Star <laughs> event. You would probably just hold off co- on your vacation, coordinate your vacation around the All Star <laughs> event. Okay, okay. Uh, Taylor says, at what point does the DGPT start dictating these terms? Do this as part of your getting a tour card. I mean, I think the large question within there, the slightly bigger question is, yeah, where where do obligations become requirements? What's a requirement? What's an obligation? What's um, contractual, if any? I mean, you know, you're, you're bringing up a very good point. You know, can you force someone to play golf? Uh, what, if, what if they have an injury or nursing an injury? Maybe you want them there as an appearance for some, you know, other other things. I know one of the components to the All Star Weekend it was last year, and it's going to be this year, is it's a great time for the Disc Golf Pro Tour and Disc Golf Network to have access to all the players in a in a, a designated setting to get some preseason interviews, to get preseason photos, to do a little bit of that kind of media prep work. When you see a lot of the cool um, assets and things that unfold throughout the year, some of that gets filmed and shot and, and the raw footage and raw materials are, are acquired at this all-star event. So it's also serving that purpose, you know, so that in uh, two events into the year and, and Missy Gannon is destroying everyone on the lead card. And we've got this incredible uh, interview with Missy Gannon where she talks about what she's going to do when she's got a 10 stroke lead. Like, Hey, that conveniently uh, is right here on this little, you know, on this hard drive. And it was shot two months ago. So uh, there, there's some things that play into it in that regard as well. Um, seeing out on the board, Rick, Mike says S- Ricky selling his Innova shirts on Dollar Disc Golf auction for a hundred and fifty dollars, and people giving him crack beca- crap because he's a millionaire now. Oh, he's not quite a millionaire yet. <laughs> he probably hasn't gotten all those he's checks. Cash those checks. He's got to cash those checks. Uh, again, we <laughs> we've said this before. What should he be doing with them? Let's answer that. Is there an obligation what you do with your old clothing? No. No, I mean, you could give them away. You could raise money for charity. You could do there. You you could do a lot of things. There's no right answer. If Ricky wants to sell them, cool. Maybe he gives that money to to family, to an employee, to whatever. I mean, there's there's no right answer, and whatever he chooses to do, within reason, <laughs> uh, he shouldn't be giving crap for it. If someone's willing to pay 150 dollars for a Ricky Wysocki end of a shirt, by all means. Grab that bag. No, it's I, I don't care if you're a millionaire or, or a billionaire. It, it's, you know, usually you, you get to one by 
being frugal and fiscal or, you know, it's it helps out. Um, I have no problem with Ricky, whatever Ricky does with his shirts. So, yeah. And and uh, Mike my, also says none of my business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you don't like it, don't buy one. I mean, that's a pretty simple solution, yeah. right? Don't bid on it. If you yeah. think it's worth, not worth that much, then don't bid on yeah. it. Someone said there's no shortage of buyers. There you go. Yeah, that kind of is an answer there. And if you're not doing anything wrong or nefarious with, in the process. Correct. I mean. That's what I said, within reason. Uh, Mike also says that Dickerson sold his whole lot of clothes also. Didn't see him taking as much flack. I know shortly after our podcast with Chris last week, he was uh, discussed or he had posted saying he's looking to sell uh, his his prodigy um i don't want to say allotment everything he's acquired uh via prodigy and i forget how many discs it exactly was but um he was looking to sell it as a lot he didn't necessarily want to piece them out and, and probably go through the process of selling one off you know dozens and or hundreds of times over and i i'm not sure there's, where that actually stands there's a business every year you have someone who you know we got players who are switching sponsors that want to get rid of their old stuff Let's start up a disc golf resale mm-hmm. company where you take their lot and you resell it. And if they want to piece it out or versus a, a giant lot and you take a, you take a small cut of that, that then the players don't have to deal with it. You, you drive to Tennessee. You're like, all right, Chris, all right, here's your 250 uh, prodigy discs that you've have mm-hmm. and your, your, your 20 prodigy shirts. I'm going to package these all up and. How do you want them done? Do you want it done as a lot? What are you looking to get for them? Or would you rather see me piece them out? And then you take a you take a middleman. Because we're going to have players switch sponsors every year now, practically. Yeah, for sure. So there's a business idea for somebody right here. You're clever. On Smashbox. And where, where like, what method would they use to ship these box, these discs? <laughs> I gave it away already. <laughs> they would probably need a good disc in a box. Yeah, shipping solution like my disc in a box. Mm. They would probably I, want to get a cardboard box that's adjustable. So if you're if you have one disc, you could fold it to just fit one. If you had two mids or maybe even three drivers. Wow. Yeah. There's a solution. This guy's got it for you. I had this thought and that's usually not a good thing. Nope. Um the if you order a exclusive disc, we'll say from a manufacturer, okay, how much would it matter to you if it came in a really, really cool custom box? Not, I mean, I would say three or four levels up from your disc in a box, like an actual. There is no level up. <laughs> I'm just saying, like an actual. Yeah, yeah, uh, like a. Okay. Almost like a, a case. You know, you open up the box and there's yep. padding. This has been done. Yep. Ha- has it? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't recall offhand. Okay. I, I don't order a lot of stuff, clearly. Yeah. Um, but just an, almost a box for that specific collector disc. Yep. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I, th- I think it's really going after that, that niche market of, hey, you want something that's unique, that, uh, there, you know, is not in mass quantities or mass production. And then it, you know, the casing and the the presentation of it is yeah. is seemingly as cool yeah. or as elusive or exclusive as the disc itself. Yeah, I totally agree. And Ray nails it like fancy packaging, like like an Apple or the new sure. Google products that you get, like the 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 very tightly fit box that you open up and it just has it, it's presented there for you mm-hmm. in a very nice way that you could almost just open it up and set it out on a counter as a piece of art or something along those lines, depending on what you're going for in your your particular house i think that is a 
I think that's a market that we don't see enough of. Yeah, and I, I think it takes some really good designers it does. Uh, to you know really make that worth the time and the money. But yeah, there, there's definitely an opportunity for something like that to be done. Uh, and I think we'll continue to get closer to that as we find these one-off markets, these exclusive discs, these limited runs. Uh, I, I totally agree that those are all possibilities for sure. So uh, along those lines... It, you're of the time frame, clearly, like myself, hence the play on it. Thanks, the, my, me old. My disc in a box, the reference. Yes. Do you think inherently just saying, hey, my disc in a box or, or that company or that branding, do you think inherently that carries a negative connotation? No. Well, good. Then you should argue with the guy that posted on my... <laughs> he... he the comment, and I know you, you can't appease them all. I get that. Nah. But he said every time he sees either the logo or my reference to it, he called it my D in B, um, said it's cringeworthy and he doesn't like it. And I and I thought okay. to myself, and I can understand that. I, my first response was, hey, not all brands are not for all people. So yeah. we can start there. I, I'm good with that. But secondly, there's plenty of people who don't even get the reference. Like it's, the Saturday Night Live, yeah, it's very dated. I mean, that, that's got to be what almost ten years old now. I think it's more than that. I think it's actually more than that. Um, sure, I don't want to type it into Google, but I will. <laughs> uh, I feel like I two thousand nine. Okay, so twelve 13 years old. Years Thirteen old years old. Almost. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, it, it just and I get it. I, I, I am not ever setting out to be wildly over-the-top offensive or uh, in your face or anything like that, but I feel like there are... I, in fact, I'll go as far as saying I mentioned it to somebody the other day. They had no clue, like, the connection between the Saturday Night Live skit and then the play that I was making on it. I mean, once if you see the logo... Sure, but even some, then, some people might. still may not know mm-hmm. the skit itself, if you, though. If it you depends on the generation. If, here's what I'll say. If you don't know the skit and you see the logo, I would think, like, what the f- is his logo? Like, why is it this? <laughs> Obviously, knowing the history and whatnot, it uh, it makes a lot of sense. But if I didn't know the skit and I saw your logo, I'd be like, what <laughs> the hell is this guy? Where did this logo come from? Well, at any rate, I thought it was funny that that was one of of all the things I say and do. That's where uh, somebody got a little worked up in the comments of my YouTube yeah, section this weekend. Another funny comment from this weekend, not on my uh, posted on my page, but we were all Shelley Sharp Memorial Course at the event. Lots of people walking along. We're kind of near uh, the 13 and 14 interchange, which is always a congested, you know, congested spot to be. Tons of people watching golf. Maybe a couple hundred people near the sidewalk. We're watching the live golf this weekend. One of our lead card players was getting ready to putt. Some guy buzzing through on a bike. Mm-hmm. A very popular bike path, walking path. Said something to the effect of, what are all you effing idiots watching somebody throw a frisbee when football's on? Or why aren't you, you you're not watching football, but you're watching this? It was something of that nature. And so basically was was making fun of or screaming at the hundreds of gallery members for that watching were watching one sport versus another sport. Yeah, that were watching live disc golf. As opposed to sitting in their house and watching television. As, as opposed to watching what was being uh, played on the on the telly, on the television. Well, it was just such a funny heckle as which he is, was dry, which is ironic because 
Arizona. He wasn't watching it either. Correct. He was on a bike riding through the park, so he was yelling and, at... And of all things, Arizona, <laughs> which is where you were, were, was in the playoffs in the NFL, but it was a Monday night game. They were playing with the Rams where they got demolished. Oh, spoilers, um, bro. Spoilers. I was going to watch that. The post-production of it. Uh, so it's not even like... Th- in theory, their local team was playing. <laughs> their point. local team was playing the next night. It was Monday yeah. night game. So whatever, people are dumb. Terry, uh, they know. are. I know. It was just. It was just the humor of a guy riding through the sea of people that were watching the final round, and his heckle or his call out was essentially complaining and or uh, heckling that we weren't watching football but they were sitting there watching live disc golf and he didn't approve of that apparently so <laughs> it was kind of funny because a lot of people heard it like you realize you're not watching football right now either you idiot. maybe he was listening to it <laughs> he wasn't watching it no. <laughs> anyway maybe he had the google yeah he probably had the google what glass on or something maybe no, he was watching it no one, those are how are those doing uh not good i think they're actually talking <laughs> about it. re-releasing a different version of it for business but i i it's a whole nother, that's a whole uh, i'd love discussion. for it to read my emails to me while it opens. your phone does that yeah i know but my phone's not in my, attached to my face okay <laughs> Is that one of your favorite technologies that hasn't taken off? I mean, you wear glasses. Don't you want your whole life like even no, closer to your eyeballs? I, I don't. You don't want to have to look anywhere else. It's right there. Yeah. Mark Hill on the board says, uh, hmm, not seeing any comments except those made by Smashbox. Uh, most of the people are commenting on YouTube. I see the full list of comments. They might they might actually be seeing yours, Mark, but you, but Facebook might be different where it doesn't post them to facebook i know twitch and youtube tend to go back and forth so you can find us on facebook obviously youtube and twitch so those three places that we simulcast to um real quick i want to talk about skip ace fantasy disc golf oh yeah big update where the real players play where the real players play no uh where you pretend to play um big update coming this week uh, we're adding another new format this year, which will be the season-long draft, kind of like traditional fantasy football or fantasy sports, where you pick a team with a bunch of other guys or girls, and you get that team throughout the entire season, add and drop players. Every person gets a, you know, you, 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 you're basically battling your league. In the past, we've always done redraft leagues, which were every week you get to just use your salary cap and pick whomever you want that fits into the cap. This season, we're adding another feature. Um, one of the things that I just kind of announced on the website is, uh, we're going to actually be <laughs> for better or worse people. We're actually gonna be charging a little bit to play. What? Yeah. Oh, you capitalistic money, hungry, greedy <laughs> SOB. Um, we've got a couple different ways to play. And if you want to have specific custom leagues done, it will cost you $10 for the year. Oh, my gosh. I don't um, have $10. I know you don't, Terry. I took it from you. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but as always, we will offer the free version, which is the traditional, what we used to call the standard league, which is, uh, you know, you can create your own league. It has all the DGPT events and majors that qualify. Um, and I say that because USDGC is always a little iffy because they don't have women. So it me- messes it up a little bit. So and with a specific salary cap, but you don't get any of the custom options with creating a custom league you get all of those particular features as well as um being able to change out you know add alternate players and if one of your players decides to withdraw 
throw a fit, not show up. Who knows what these players do? Um, and you, you can edit individual events. You can edit your league settings. Again, that's going to be part of the draft as well is going to be that feature. So look for that. If you're listening to this on Friday, it should probably already be out. Um, I just kind of went through it with my developer who knew nothing about fantasy sports and cleared up uh, <laughs> a, a few of the uh, verbiage that he had chosen when we went through the walkthrough. I'm like, no, you don't call it that. It's It's not, you know. You don't trade with free agency. You add or drop. You know, you trade with another player, which we don't have, and we'll have that hopefully next year. But there, there's some just some goofy things that we had to go through because he's kind of your he's a he's a phenomenal phenomenal guy uh, out of Utah, but just not a sports person. I don't want to pigeonhole him in as like a typical tech kid, but he's definitely much younger than us and very good at what he does. So anyway, take a look at that. That's skipace.com. If you're interested in playing fantasy sports or fantasy disc golf, by all means, please go out there and sign up. Um, I'm going to be sending out a a mass email newsletter in the next two or three days. uh, Once we get this all finalized. So yay me. Nice work. I, that's the one complaint I guess I would say all, all these years that I've had about Skip Ace. Is that I wasn't charging you? Yeah, is that I wasn't you know? able to give you uh, enough money in enough ways. And I appreciate you I, making that possible. I want to make it possible, Terry, for you particularly to give me more money. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. And speaking of giving money, Mark Hill. Thank you, Mark. We appreciate it. Just uh, chimed in with the $5 super chat. Um, thank you so much. Uh, this is going to be a quick tangent, and I feel like it's worth repeating repeating every once every few months our we talk about our patreon which we're gonna have a giveaway for our patreon account unless you change something is uh there's one for the disc golf guy which is primarily my life as a disc golf uh content producer for post-production and then there's also the one we do that is uh, us joined here as the show and all of the things we do here for the podcast both of our patreon accounts in both scenarios are set up in a creative, uh, a creator per creation basis, meaning every time we do something, if we post it to there, that's when your pledge as a Patreon supporter comes to us. If we don't do things, you don't get charged, so to speak. And Patreon, a number of years ago now, created an alternative to that and said, hey, you can just pledge money toward an entity or a creator and you can make it a monthly amount, and regardless of what's posted or not, now. and maybe even yearly, regardless of what they post, you're going to support them on a monthly or on a yearly basis. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Everybody has different initiatives, oh, goals, and is. agendas. <laughs> um, but both of our channels, both the Disc Golf Guy and Smashbox combined, uh, we do it on a per content basis so if we're not making anything you're not getting charged yeah and the best part about that is you can support it at any level you wish so if you really love the podcast and you're like hey that is worth one dollar every time i hear those idiots you can do that and then you can say wait there's five weeks in some months i don't want to give them five dollars i want to cap it at four dollars you can actually set a cap so that no matter what we do it won't go over that limit. And that's the same on the Disc Golf Guy channel in that some months I may put out four videos and usually I will only have half of those count toward the actual 
pledging. And so if I put out a front and a back of round one, I will just charge. I use that in air quotes um, for w- one of those two, usually the front. And then uh, round two, I do the same. Some months, I may put out 29 videos. I do 14 and a half rounds of coverage, which may happen. Uh, but I, do, I put out 29 videos. Uh, in theory, 14 and a half of those would count to you. But you said, hey, I want to give you $2 a video, but I want to cap it at 12 bucks." So it would do exactly that. Once it hits 12 bucks, even if I post 39 more videos, it will still only charge you at whatever you capped it at. So very rarely do we go over these details, and I, I hope that's not too much to randomly consume here in the middle of the after show but i wanted to make that clarification we appreciate at any level anyone that supports us um so thank you very much but uh i, w- I want to put that distinction out there uh just kind of as a refresher i i received a few new patreon subscribers over the weekend somebody came in at a, a large amount and i personally I, I sent them a message and said hey i just want to make sure you understand how you're doing it it's charged per creation and you can set a cap and whether he did or not um you know is up to him but i wanted to make sure he knew it so that if i do put out 29 videos this month uh he doesn't get this ridiculous uh charge seventeen thousand dollars what are you <laughs> i know you were busy but i didn't so I want to make that distinction for everyone. And again, just double check when you're looking at uh, any Patreon supporters, whether it's another disc golf content producer or someone who draws comics or makes art or does anything else on that platform. Just make sure you know how they have it set up so that you don't get some crazy uh, a charge at the end of the month. And then because then you'll probably get mad at the creator and you really probably shouldn't. The, I, I just want you to know there's different ways to go about it. So speaking of that, speaking of Patreon support, as Terry said, patreon.com slash smashbox TV, um, everybody that donates a dollar, which is the minimum you can donate. So everyone that donates to smashbox TV gets entered into a weekly contest and weekly th- contest, a weekly giveaway, Terry, Dang. not even a contest. It's a giveaway. Jeez. Contest implies all you have to do is be breathing. Yeah. And even that will, even if we don't, we know, don't check, we're sending if, it to if, your if, house. If the check cashes, we're sending you some stuff. Um, uh, and this week we're going to be giving away some Shelly Sharp discs. Did I see? Yes, yes. Thank you to our friends over at Spinners on the Green, Ashley, Keith, Alex, Danny, uh, all amazing humans that have been uh, over at Spinners on the Green forever and putting on the event this last week and, of course, the Shelley Sharp Memorial. And then they are your host and uh, sponsors and whatnot for everything that you'll see at the Memorial Championships at the end of February, beginning of March. So, um, yeah, I, I've got two different discs and I'll let you choose. If you reach out to me, you're the winner. Uh, I'll let you choose. I've got a couple of different uh, Innova discs that I believe uh, I had snagged that have the Shelly Shelly Sharp logo on them, the Shelly Sharp Memorial logo on them. So if you want to be eligible, please, by all means, uh, support us at Patreon. And right now, Terry, we have 178 people that are eligible for our giveaway. How do we want to... We're going first number. First number. First number tonight. Do do you have a preference on how we sort the names? Right now, I have them sorted by first name uh, or by name. I can't do first and second name, but based on how the thing's set up. Do you have a particular preference, Terry, or should we just go by name? Oh, I think we should sort them by their uh, overall contributions. Uh, Low to high, high to low. 
low to high. Low to high. All right. So I will sort them by overall contributions. Right now, you say it's the very first number, and our first number generated between one and 178 people that are eligible is the number 170. So high. So this means 100. If sorted by low to high, this means this would be a likely either a longtime Patreon supporter or oh, someone who gives a lot but hasn't been doing it for very long. Either way, uh, this is someone that has clearly supported us uh, in a wildly significant <laughs> fashion and we thank you guys so much disc baron disc baron digital heck green yeah. room heck yeah thank you so much to disc baron uh, a great disc golf pro shop out of uh michigan thank you guys so much uh, also a a contributor outside of patreon has graciously supported us and uh, financially and does what uh, they can to promote us so we appreciate it thank you so much over at disc baron uh, we'll send a disc out to you whether you guys hang it on the wall or you resell it in your pro shop make some of your money back either way <laughs> we we don't mind we appreciate the support and yes you often hear us call out the disc baron digital green room uh, because they do step up and uh, support us even additionally uh, with finances. So thank you. Thank you so much. Luke Turnbull says, oh, I feel like I might've been close. You were number 161, Luke. Oh, Luke. So, so we're not saying step up your game, but <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. Uh, we, we appreciate and love all of you, Patreon. And, and quite honestly, we've said this before and I say it with every video I put out. If it weren't for the support that we receive via Patreon, uh, we wouldn't be able to continue doing what we're doing. Every Tuesday. Helps keep the lights on, as I think hours. they say. Yeah, these lights right here. See, if, if you don't support us. This is what happens. The people are like, oh, we like that better anyway. <laughs> like, those guys look better that way. Uh, no, uh, but seriously, events like the Shelly Sharp uh, on my channel wouldn't happen. Uh, and, and additional giveaways and things that we do here week in and week out wouldn't happen without yeah. that support. So we, we very much appreciate it. Yeah, anything else before we any any movies, music, games, pop culture, deaths, uh, marriages? Any anything else to speak of here, Johnny? I don't think so. I think my wife and I are going to start watching a new series. We're going Oh, this sounds uh, hot. Tell uh, me about it. We're going to Yeah, exciting, <laughs> exciting in the Van Derzen household. Oh, uh, so Righteous hot. Gemstones. Oh, that does sound H- hot. HBO comedy mm. um with you remember the gentleman that uh, uh Eastbound and Down, the pitcher? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he it, makes me laugh just thinking about just him. Thinking what about a character! Him. Yep, he is in a, uh, a a series along with a lot of other famous people um, about a family that runs a mega church. It's on <laughs> HBO. Uh-huh. I, I think from there, it, it's I've heard nothing but good things. So they just started their second season. So my wife and I will do. Uh, we'll probably watch that over the next few weeks. That's about it. I like it. Uh, yeah, it should be fun. I think a lot of people... Yeah, Danny McBride, thank you, is the name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people... Some people say it's the best show on TV. Wow. Uh, it it has gotten very good reviews. It's very funny, my understanding is, so I'm excited I'm to, sorry, to what dig in. platform again? H, uh, HBO. Yeah. Dang it. I gotta find a way to steal that. I mean, the, I gotta subscribe. Bro. Smashbox has an account. Oh, okay. They actually, well, we literally, we literally do because it comes with our AT and T fiber that comes uh, in. So. DM you, you've been holding out on me. I have not. Yeah, you've just jerk. been using it. <laughs> uh, I just keep thinking of him saying, "I'm effing in and you're effing." Out. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I want to go back and watch some more Eastbound and Down. Uh, that, wa- is- re- yeah, rewatch the first season, which is the best season. Yeah. After that, it's a little sketchy at times, but <laughs> overall, yes, that his Eastbound and Down was very funny. 
Uh, there's a lot of stuff I got to get uh, eventually get around to watching. Yeah, so. you're still you still are nowhere near Ted near Lasso. And yeah, you haven't watched Ted there's Lasso. There's a lot of stuff. Someday. Letter Kenny you fell off of? Yeah, I did. I did, but I very much enjoyed uh, what I did watch, but I'll have to get back on it. So, so many things. I just need to take more long trips so I can actually uh, be detached from the internet for a little while and, and consume some more stuff. All right, guys, we're going to call it. We got to thank you so much for joining us. We got to thank Jen Allen. Make sure you're checking out the PDGA radio podcast and uh, all the great things that they're doing over there. Thank you to the PDGA. We've been longtime fans and supporters will continue to be uh, exciting things taking place uh, obviously well over the 200,000 numbers and looking forward to more growth here in 2022 and beyond. We'll call it. Uh, stay tuned. Disc Golf Guy channel is going to have a ton. I literally just re-released the back nine of the chase card of final round. I've got a special kale piece. I've got FPO coverage coming. We've got Jubilee action out of Alabama. We got Bay County stuff coming. So much disc golf, and uh, we're just a few weeks away from kicking off the 2022 season uh, uh, on the largest of large scales. So I'll keep you satiated until then. For Jen Allen, along with Johnny V and myself, Terry Miller, the Disc Golf Guy, this has been Podcast 386. We love you all, and we'll see you next week when you step inside the Smashbox. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.